The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. Hi, this is Lady Petra. I'm Safa Master. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers. So what are we drinking today? Well... We're drinking something you created. <laughs> Semi-created. Well, I did a small portion of it. It's a margarita. Yeah. Scratch margarita. Yep. Uh, so tell us what you put in it as a scratch. Well, just to make it scratch, it pretty much has um, the lime of several, lime juice of several limes. Mm-hmm. And about four parts of tequila mm-hmm. per glass. These are big pint glasses. Yes, exactly. She might as well take a picture of them. Um... And for some reason, the limes are like super sour. Yeah. So you had an idea about the simple Sweetening syrup. Sweetening part, yeah. yeah. So normally you would have added simple syrup. Yeah. So I, to get it closer to what's considered a bartender's margarita, which is basically a margarita with a splash of cranberry or pomegranate juice and then a float of Grand Marnier. We don't have the Grand Marnier in this, but the reality is I made a pomegranate simple syrup. So I took agave syrup yeah which is already thinned out a little bit and added pomegranate juice like palms pomegranate juice yeah and um mixed those together and found out i didn't really need any more water i just yeah. they kind of liquefied themselves and then you use that as your sweetener so that's why they have a little bit of a pinkish tone. Pink tone yeah, yeah. let's taste them and see yeah. how they taste okay. cheers cheers yummy Ooh. good yeah it's good mm. I love tequila. I don't know what the deal is with that. There's a flavor there. One tequila, two tequila, three tequila, floor. Yes, exactly. <laughs> is why you love tequila. Exactly. Yeah. So we had a fun sex afternoon. Yes, S- this was a great afternoon. Good way to celebrate Father's Day. Super, super great. I mean, yeah. I'm just noticing the sun's coming again and you just beat the rain. I just beat the rain and the wall. Coming yep. home. And then I was all ready for you, and you used me thoroughly. <laughs> I did. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, and it just reminds me to take a, a minute and think about how we got here. Yeah. And it sort of leads into our topic, which is I'm not my circumstances. Yeah. And, you know, you can take each of us and and look at our path to get here. Mm-hmm. And we were both at the end of our marriages in a state of despair. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Because our marriages were so unhappy. 
like each of us mm-hmm. had incredibly similar circumstances in our sense of our partner and ourselves totally. in our marriage. We were both incredibly in the circumstances. Mm-hmm. In my case, my circumstances were slightly complicated by at the same time as my marriage was ending, my 30-year business career came to an end. My mother died. My dog died. died. So I had had a lot of circumstances at the minute. Right. And, you know, I got to take on what's next. And I like to say that I'm not my circumstances because circumstances change. (laughs) Yes. Even today proves that. Even today proves that. Exactly. It absolutely in reality today proves that. Yeah. As a father. As a father. Circumstances yeah. change. And we get to create the future. Right. Intentionally. Mm-hmm. And to be cause in the matter of our lives. Mm-hmm. So that the future that occurs is the future we bring about. Mm-hmm. Or we can sit back and be at effect of the world. Mm-hmm. And the, and let our lives just occur in the circumstances. Mm, right. And a lot of people get caught up in their circumstances. I'd say that's the most common human experience mm-hmm. is to think of this moment that you're in as reality. And yeah, and, and even if it's a moment, you can often spin it where it's just like, this is it, this is the context of everything, this is how going forward the context is. I mean, you can really dive deep into self-woe about whatever your circumstance is. Yeah. Um, No, it's true. And and the thing is, is that, you know, we we have a a national catastrophe occurring mm -hmm. at the moment, like in the United States, certainly around the world with the pandemic, but speaking about the United States, like we're in a national catastrophe. Mm -hmm. We have a highly contagious disease that spreads easily that's that we have no immunity to mm-hmm. that has a higher rate of killing the host than mm-hmm. other flu-like diseases mm-hmm. and um, we just aren't equipped to deal with it we you know we have a very you can look at humans we have a very social experience of each other you know, and you notice it when we have to implement social distancing. Like you notice it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the things we don't do now, go to restaurants, go to the theater, go to soccer, mm-hmm. go to the market. Right. You know, they're things we just don't do that right. we used to do. Yeah. And that's true for everybody. And we've had to reconstruct our our minds around, okay, if that's the circumstance now, what can we do about it? Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we've made the decision. Choice. We've made. We made. Well, I'll talk about it as a decision and as a choice. But we. Okay. But, but we've made the decision to not let COVID, like, interfere with our experience of each other. Mm-hmm. We're choosing to be in the present with each other, mm-hmm. and we're not allowing what's happening in the COVID world to define that. Mm-hmm. And there there are definitely people who are impacted by these circumstances way differently than you and I are. 
Yeah, even if you watch what's on TV, you, you'd be amazed that, you know, someone might say, well, because you guys are a couple, you have each other. And I do agree, that is true. Yeah. I've seen many people on there going on TV talking about, oh my God, I'm home with my whole family all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I've never had to do this before. Yeah. Whether they had kids or not, just like, I'm with him all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not, you get ready for this. Or if they have family, then they're like dealing with all of that. And oh my goodness, we'd have no time to ourselves or no time alone or whatever. Right. And again, all of those are taking the circumstances and just making yourself part of the circumstances instead of just saying, this is what's so right now. And, you know, you really, if you have people in your family, you can create alone time if you need to. But, but all of that, all of this comes down to communication. You have to be able to communicate, and and we have a high affinity and con- connection to one another, um, and we're committed and responsible to recreating that every day. So the reason we're thriving in COVID is because we're living into that. That's right. We're actually taking it one day at a time. Exactly. We're being present to what's up today. Yes. You know. Yeah, each day is a new day. Yeah. So I get that some people are alone too, and they right. they then you you hear a lot of the word of I'm isolated. There's no connection, but think about this: if we were back in the early 1900s or even late 1800s, um, you know, there were very few ways to connect with people without being there in person with somebody. You know, it's true. And so the idea of not everyone had a telephone kind of thing. You right. know what I'm saying? So it wasn't it like you could just get on the phone and gas. Well, we live in a different time now. We live in a time where people are used to being entertained. Correct. And, and so, and so, you know, like one of the escapes that I have is I, I listen to the, my books when I go for a walk. Totally. And I escape into other worlds in my, mm-hmm. in my listening of, mm-hmm. or reading, let's mm-hmm. say. And I think, and I think that's like a, a powerful response to the sense of being, you know, isolated. Yeah, be, we know? had a, we had a. I'm going to bring it up now because because it's relevant to what mm-hmm. we're talking about. But we have a, a listener uh, sent in an idea, and, and I think this listener has a is speaking to a certain population of people dealing with COVID now. And basically, they said, you know, I need help while we're in this alone separation time for mental, emotional, and sexual struggles when you have no outlet. So this person is defining what, in my opinion, and that was uh, Mega Man Rules All. Uh, okay. And that this person feels isolated. Well, I'd like to make the observation that social distancing doesn't mean social isolation. Correct. I think that, you know... Th- that's a, that's a great question because it really gets to the heart of what we're talking about, which is, you know, being your circumstances mm-hmm. or not being your circumstances. Mm-hmm. And what I would advise him to do is to reach out to his community, whether it's on the phone or whether it's through FaceTime or whether it's through a Zoom call, right. but to actually create connection so that social distancing isn't social isolation. Well, and one of the things, you know, he can do that within his vanilla community. And then even in the kink community, there's yeah. a ton of formats set up. You know, basically the whole world had to deal with COVID. And yes. so they had to adjust to, well, maybe we don't have to have a meeting in person. Maybe we can have a meeting 
online? Why do right. we have to be in person? The idea is that we're inputting. I get that uh, this person may be craving human touch or something along those lines. And I get that we want all that. I get all that. At the same time, I think you don't always get what you want at every moment at every time in your life. No. And so the reality is this is the context right now. It's not forever. We know that for sure. Right. But it is right now. So how do you recreate yourself in this context so that you're living fully and you don't feel stymied or controlled by your circumstances? And so there's virtual munches. There's a whole bunch of Zoom webcast calls with different types of kink groups, uh, hmm. dominés and masters talking. We, uh, we interviewed uh, recently the Rope Co- podcast couple, and they re- their resources directed people to a whole bunch of tutorials on learning how to do rope. and right. learning. So what I'm finding is a lot of people during this COVID time have actually taken a deep dive into self-betterment, self-improvement. Improvement. Yeah. In a time where we weren't normally, especially in America, because we're the workaholic nation, right? That we aren't afforded that time, right? To do that, and right. so what a blessing! You can look at it as a blessing to say, "Well, my parties are shifted a little bit because of this opportunity I have in front of myself to direct my energies in a different way." Definitely. Yeah, we were talking earlier about how it's been sort of a, a blessing to have this COVID isolation time so we've been you know given the opportunity to spend a lot of really quality time together Mm -hmm. to explore our relationship and you know get into a creative mode where we're generating like the podcast and we're doing you know coaching content and we're doing other things right that we we would never have had the opportunity to do Mm -hmm. in the way we're doing it we might have had the opportunity in a different way but we we wouldn't have had the concentrated time to like sit and cross from each other and just have conversations and bet things out you know mm-hmm. so i think i think the the experience that i would um speak to is you're not your circumstances you got to keep the end in mind mm-hmm. you know there was a there was an author i want to say it was um i want to say stephen covey he had a book called first things first mm-hmm but he talks about, you know, begin with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever it is that's out there that you have as a as a longer-term goal, objective, purpose, if, if you keep in mind that that's what the objective is, mm-hmm. then what's happening now isn't terribly relevant. You can just be in the world of taking action toward that longer-term objective, mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, if it's rainy or sunny out. You know. Right, and and it's just looking at your different options and exploring those. Um, I think I directed this listener to our podcast and sh- and, to, and uh, gave them instructions on how to access podcasts because I don't think they understood how to do it. And what I, what that might be as a contribution to that person is access to other podcasts and other things as well. Right. To give them access to not feeling so isolated. Right. So I was committed to providing that information because. Of that very reason, I could have easily gone, oh, come yeah. on, you can't figure that, you know. But I didn't because that's exactly what this whole time is. And truly, that's what life's about is contributing to others. So right. you can look at this time as I'm not getting this. Or you can look about look at yourself and say, what am I not giving the world? 
right. at this time. Maybe I need to be giving more to the world right now right. so I can get back. Right. I mean, you know, it's kind of like when I really believe in that philosophy of like you put it out there in the universe and it comes back. Paying forward. Paying forward. Yeah. I, I would use that as a word. That's one of the, the pop uh, words that comes out. But I've always said that even when I was little. And I used to say if someone was being evil or bad or something, I go, that's bad juju. Because yeah. it's going to go out there in the universe and it's going to come back to you at some point. And you don't know when it's going to come back to you. It'll just come back to you. And so you hope you keep being a contribution, putting out goodness into the world. Sure. And so I think, and I also know this for a fact psychologically, because this person wasn't just sex oriented. They asked about emotional, mental, and stuff. And when yeah. you do for others, you get a huge satisfaction. That's right. So, the, so that that'd be another really great thing to do is find out ways you can be a contribution mm-hmm. in areas that are, are are of interest to you hugely fulfilling and look at the what the, yeah. the we're not only in covid but we're black lives matter it's we're uh, just we're halfway through gay pride month right. there are a ton and those are just right off the tip of my tongue right in addition to all kinds of other causes because of covid for example one of the big things we did recently cuz we collect them is we drop we have a whole bunch of uh, Paper bags to right, drop right, right. off um, food shelter. to a food shelter. 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 That was a hard word. Um, because they use those for Meals on Wheels. Right. And they have to be that kind of bag. They have to be paper. They have to have handles that work. Right. Because of COVID, they have right. to be able to leave them on the person's door. Right. And so you think about it. That's just a small thing. You're already right. buying groceries. You're already getting bags. Right. You think, oh, not a big deal. Any little bit, there's no one's, no, you aren't in a competition. We're not grading you on whether you're doing more or less, but you need to find what works for you to give you that contribution. Because really, even if you drop off bags, I know I personally feel connected to that community. Sure, yeah. So, you know, so there there are opportunities to get introspective, like through reading or listening to podcasts, whatever. Yep, books on and tape. Books on tape. And then, the, and then there's an opportunity to get outward by contributing to a cause or an organization yeah. that's of significance. And, and you know, um, regardless of what that is, whether it's the SPCA and, you know, you're feeding dogs, dog walking, or whether right. it's you know, delivering food for um, Meals on Wheels, you know, regardless, like, you can actually make a contribution that'll get you out of your sort of sense of being isolated. And then kink-wise, I mean, there's probably kinks that you wanted to explore. There's probably kinks that you need to refine skills on or get more knowledge of on. Yeah. And you can dive into those. There's also a ton of sex workers or uh, people online that have videos that are also trying to make a living during this time and right. you can choose to contribute to um uh people that you find interesting that that you know basically can bust a nut to or something like that and right. and the idea would be there's no judgment on any of this i know that may not be what you want ideally but again if we're not our circumstances and the idea is the question was not just how do i have sex when I'm in social isolation. Right. They really asked a multi-tiered question. I think we've kind of addressed that right. in the sense that you need to look at it as three or four prong approach on how you're going to fulfill those needs. And it's not, it, it can be little things and you start to feel a sense of balance in your life. I would recommend people do our coaching. 
Yeah, because our coaching. It's, it's very introspective. You know, if you do the straight coaching, the task a day. If yeah. you do the, if you're in, you're wanting a kinky element added to it, you can do the online domination, which gives you that kink part that you want. Um, but all of it would keep you occupied and connected. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think that the big picture is that. If there's something that you're trying to achieve in life, Mm -hmm. that the circumstances that you're in now aren't the limiting factor. They're just the circumstances. And and that if you don't allow the circumstances to define your day-to-day experience and you keep your attention on and your actions driven toward the future, then you won't feel so overwhelmed by the circumstances. Yeah, and and that's on a daily basis too because there's been times I've been you know, have really nothing on my mind per se, no real input that I could say. That's why I feel this way, but I've been like blah. Let's just say my energy's low, I've been kind of blah. And as the day goes on, you might have come to me and said, okay, I'm gonna use you, this is what I'm gonna do. And all of that's very exciting to me always. And so I'm like, yeah. And in that moment, I make the choice to not be just where I was I, I choose because I'm so committed to choosing to be responsible in our dynamic and what we're creating. Yeah. I choose that without even saying to myself, I choose. I just just choose it. Do it. And literally, it changes my experience from that point going forward all the way through the session, all the way through the rest of the day. No question. Right. Right. But you have to be committed to that. You have I think, to. Do I, think that. that's, I think that's really a great point to note is that. If you have something that you're committed to, then the circumstances aren't going to interrupt you. Well, and it, this came up as an athlete. There's many days you'll train and you know it's going to be an interval day or a hard yeah. distance day, and you get you show up and you're like, oh god, energy, here it goes, because yeah. you know what's going to happen. There's cycles in training, yeah. and you're like, uh, and I know what those workouts will be like. They'll be a grind. Yeah. Because I'm committed to my purpose, if I keep that attitude, I'll still do the workout, but it'll be a grind. But if I come to practice still committed, but with the attitude of like, okay, everything else that's happened today is not part of what I'm doing right now. I'm really present in yeah. this, and this is what I'm committed to, long-term goal, whatever. Uh, I usually have a stellar workout. Gotcha. Yeah. And it, it really, that the power over choice used to be the old topic. I remember people say, positive thinking, positive thinking, right? Right, we're not talking about positive thinking. It's not positive thinking. No, no, we're talking about something different. It's we're talking about being committed. It's actually choosing. Yeah. It's, that in itself is the power. The I think choosing of it. I think one of the reasons why people are struggling with isolation is because they're attached to something, not being isolated or certain... Attached <clears throat> to be able to do a certain, certain thing, thing or right? whatever. Rather than committed. Because they think that is what leads them to whatever they're seeking yeah yeah i agree with you the the attachment it's weird because you'll say i'm not attached and then you'll look yeah. closer and you'll go oh Maybe I'm attached. i am attached yeah. yeah i mean i'll give i'll give people an, an example that's outside of the world of kink so i got divorced in 2017 mm-hmm. so three years ago mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me and at the time my adult children were pretty upset about it, sure. and they chose not to have a, a ongoing communication relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And my brother would always say, "That's absurd. You should just yell at them." And I'm like, 
I'm, I'm not going to yell at them because I love them mm. and I'm just committed that my family is whole, healed, and complete. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm committed to. Mm-hmm. And and because you're committed, you're going to act as if that's so. I'm going to I'm going to take that on as if that's the way. That it illusion, is. you're going to make it reality. I'm going to make that a reality. Yeah. I'm going to speak into that illusion ongoingly. Declare it and then declare it and be then in action. Be in action. And so, I've taken actions consistently mm-hmm. over this last several years to keep trying to create relationship with my children by expressing nothing but love toward them even in the face of no agreement even in the face of no agreement yeah so my circumstances were no agreement and i could have just wallowed in those circumstances mm-hmm. and i could have been sad and upset and aggravated ongoingly and them being upset at you for whatever their reasoning was you could have easily taken that on and just said you know and tried to deal with the upsetness right versus just sometimes they just need to do their thing you need to let them be upset yeah Exactly. Like I like I can't solve their upset. They're upset, you mm-hmm. know. They're adults and they've they've got to be You're not going to wave a magic wand and go back in time no. and change it back to the way it was. That's no. never going to happen. So no. the reality is they're it's mourning is what it is. Yeah. They're mourning. They have they have I kept saying, well you're entitled to your grief. Yes. Right? And what you need to know is whenever you're ready, I'm here cuz I love you and I'm not putting conditions on my love for you. And you know, today is an interesting day because it's Father's Day and I have four children and I've heard from all four of them, uh, my daughter a few days ago, but my three sons today, one of whom I haven't talked to for three years. Yeah, and that's what I'm speaking to is that yeah. you're not your circumstances. You absolutely have been putting out in the universe your creation of your illusion into reality and yeah. in all out of the blue, your son. Yeah, out of the blue, unexpected. Without prompting. Yeah, and it's been a long time. And it's been a long time. And and it's the it's the outcome this is my view, it's the outcome of me not trying to twist his arm or persuade him or mm-hmm. manipulate him into communication, but just right. keep just by just being straight with him about the fact that I'm, you know, his dad, I love him and I'm here for him. Right. And, you know, that's the perfect example mm-hmm. of how not being your circumstances produces an outcome that mm-hmm. you're committed to, mm-hmm. as long as you're committed to it right. and your actions are consistent with it. Right. And that's really all I have to say on that. It's, it's powerful. Yeah. I'm glad you shared that because it's a great Father's Day type of note. Yeah. Because I know you're not, obviously because I'm doing the same thing, you're not in isolation in this topic. Of, right. You know, over 50% of the marriages end in divorce. So right. lots of those marriages have kids, and there's a lot of confusion with divorce, whether the right. kids are young or old, doesn't matter. It all affects the family unit. Right. And then that's where, you know, you can see how people get in that situation, get caught in their circumstances. Totally. The kids do too. I can totally relate to and that. And so we just have to be patient. And committed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, we're not our circumstances. We're not our circumstances. Right. Yeah. That's all I got. I feel complete. Me too. Okay. That's it for today. You can find us on your favorite podcast directory. We also have an RSS feed. 
If you're interested in online coaching for kinksters or online domination, you can visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. And if you're uh, having comments or suggestions or drink ideas for our podcast, you can email me at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Cheers. Cheers.